This podcast is sponsored by ArtColorKit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit ArtColorKit.com. Hey, what's up? Uh, just a preface to this one. I am feeling very low energy. So um, I, I just, I don't know how long this one's going to be. But like, let's put it this way. I didn't get out of the bed until after 12 two days in a row. Today I got up earlier and got out of the bed around like nine o'clock, but I'm still just like super low energy. And I don't know if it's my medication or what, but I just don't really feel like doing anything at all. And I kind of feel like that's a step in the right direction just because like I can lay in bed and just be and like, cause normally what, well, well, what was, well, what was happening? Well, what was happening was that like, I couldn't stay in bed for very long because I would, if I sat too long without doing anything, um, my mind would just start playing tricks on me and just like, like just replaying like what are like, uh, embarrassing moments or like things that are undone or like just like all these like different things like you know how your brain just like starts playing tricks on you and just starts like playing things on repeat that you don't want it to play on repeat just like your most uh like vulnerable like ideas and moments and like things that you've done that you're not proud of I'm sure you know what I mean uh so I'm I'm not past that. Like I still have those experiences, but I can lay in bed and just be perfectly all right. Just chilling now, which is like, I think a huge uh, step forward in terms of mental health, but I'm super low energy. And so like, I, I forgot to take my medicine the other day and it's insane how much more energy I had and like how much better I felt. And just like, I can't get that out of my head. Because, like, now, like, I mean, I'd start taking the medicine again, obviously, because uh, it's not really optional. But I'm just, like, so low energy. Like, I feel like, I don't know. What it's kind of made me think is, like, think of, like, presidential candidates who are, like, really old. Um, and just, like, how high energy they are and, like, how much they're able to accomplish in, even into their old age. It's insane. Uh, and I have a lot of respect for everyone who's, like, over... 50 and they're still doing things one second <laughs> my brother sent some funny text messages um but no i have a lot of respect for people who are uh over 50 who are like still doing the thing and like still like really high energy and still like making stuff happen because like i'm only 31 and I- i'm feeling like like i said i think it's because of the medication and I've just got to learn how to get back to a high energy state with the medication. And I'm really hoping that's not exercise, but I'm thinking it might be exercise. So uh, um, I'm just low energy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and also I'm feeling like really low creativity. So like... Now that I feel okay, just like relaxing and just like doing nothing, 
it's making it very difficult to make things uh, from nothing. So like usually like I have a push and pull or like a like a like a visual play, a visual play of like elements working against each other and then with each other um, that uh, that plays out over the course of days and weeks. But right now I'm not really feeling any of those push and pulls. Like I'm just kind of wanting things to be done like immediately. Um, and it's like I'm kind of rushing through the process of things. I feel like, like, I don't know. Like I feel like a, a shell of myself, if that makes sense. Like a shell of my former self creatively. Um, and I've said this before and I've I've worked past it. But I just don't feel like myself. And if this is my new normal, if this is like what I'm going to be feeling like all the time, I have got to figure out a way around it because I don't want to spend the rest of my life being sleepy, like feeling super sleepy all the time. And I just need to get past this creative hurdle as well. And I feel like this creative hurdle is a, um, it has physical limitations. Like, I kind of know what I want to do, but I don't have the space to do it. Like, what I really want to do is get some three foot by four foot masonite panels, prime them white, and then um, wheat paste or paste uh, some paper heads to it, and then paint them. And just like see what happens with that. But I don't really have anywhere to put those. Like I'm not selling them. Like I don't have any way to ship them. And so it's just more stuff to have that's not going to go anywhere. And that's like the big hurdle that I'm facing right now. It's do I keep making things that are going nowhere? And it's almost like they're dead ends. And I feel like I've got to bust through like a different way of thinking And so it's like this physical versus digital uh, dichotomy that I'm like find myself in. So it's like, do I keep making physical objects that are just like, I have to store them, I have to maintain them, and eventually I'm going to have to move them? Or do I focus more on this digital realm and focus more on like making these podcasts and making uh, digital content, or do I keep, fo- or, or do I also focus on making things that are physical, but making things that are like media, like a publication? I really feel like a publication is a step in the right direction, but it's going to be more physical objects that I have to have in my possession. Um, and I don't know who is picking up magazines right now. Because no one can like sit places, no one can like do things. So like I don't know how I'd be able to get rid of them. So it's just like the whole script has been flipped and I don't know what the best direction to go in is. So I've been, uh, I can't remember if I talked about this, but I've been offered another job position. Uh, It would be like a uh, manufacturing job. Like I'd be on an assembly line uh, doing vinyl work. And I, I'm kind of coming to terms with it, thinking that it may be like a good move uh, because number one, I need a job. And number two, they're offering me a very competitive pay, uh, pay rate. 
So I'm going to be making decent money. But the only drawback is that like I have to be at work by 7 a.m., which stinks. And it's going to be I'm going to be on my feet all day. And it's going to be a very physically demanding job. So I'm thinking that maybe the exercise that I need to get my um, like testosterone back up or whatever it is that's low, I don't know what it is, uh, to get my energy back up. But also I think it's going to be very draining. So I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to do that and run a studio practice. But it's from 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., sometimes to 4.30 p.m., so there's there is opportunities for overtime. So I'm kind of excited about it uh, in terms of getting into a position where I know what I'll be doing every day, um, and like I don't have any mystery around what my job will be. So like that feels good, but I just don't know what like the long term strategy is with the position. Because like I obviously can't do that for the rest of my life, um, so I got to figure out a way to get into another position, either within the company or inside another company, to where I'll be working at a computer and where I won't be like f- having physical demands on my body. Um, because like if I get hurt and I'm not able to do the job anymore, then I'm out of work. And so, like, I need to have a job where I can do it with a broken leg, uh, etc. I just need something similar to what my old job was, if possible. Um, so I'm hoping that whenever the company I used to work for comes back, if they come back, that I'll be able to slide back into that position. But it's looking like that's not going to happen for a very long time, um, if ever. Like, I mean, the company may be bust at this point. It's been almost a year with no revenue. So we'll see what happens. Um, Maybe they're able to get a loan to maintain the properties and to maintain everything. But I tried to call up there to see when they were going to start hiring again, but all I got was the voicemail. We'll see. Um, What else? Uh, Oh, uh, Dre got me a surprise this morning. She got some uh, donuts from Pandemic Donuts. Uh, they're really good. Uh, it was like a, a happy for to celebrate moving and to celebrate a new job, um, which I'm grateful for. It really lifted my spirits. So I got to eat some donuts this morning. What else? Well, we played Banana Grams last night, which was fun. She won. I lost. Uh, but when you play with two people, it's very difficult to, to get the, the words going, um, especially when you get like a cue or something. Um, what else? Um, not really feeling like writing very much. Like, I just don't feel the impulse. I I need to write for a purpose, and I would like to write for the purpose of comedy, like so comedic writing. But I'm not sure how to transition from my serious day-to-day writing that's me trying to figure out life into silly, whimsical writing that's all about like just having fun or whatever. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I feel like I need to get up on a stage so I can like really start working out like what's funny and what's not funny, like to just like strangers. Um, but I really, uh, 
I'm really wondering if that's where my next creative direction is, is going, is just like into the stand-up comedy world. I don't know. Uh, oh, so uh, here's something that's kind of funny. Uh, well, maybe not funny, but just interesting. So there's a uh, series called Kill Tony. It's like uh, open mic. Everybody gets one minute, um, and you just perform stand-up comedy in front of a crowd. Um, it's like a YouTube uh, video series, um, and like I've never really seen it before. But there was an episode that was like their 500th episode, and I was like, well, let me give it a try because um, I really want to hear some like get back into the open mic stand-up scene or whatever. And the very first person on there, they said it was somebody who is like a, a, not a legend, but like somebody who is always in like like always performing for Kill Tony and so they wanted to like start off their 500th 500th episode with him and it was William Montgomery and I was like whoa small world because Will Montgomery he uh actually performed like I met him in Rhino at a bar and we hired him to perform at one of my uh art shows that the art show I did with Drew Landon um, and we hired him and another guy, I think the guy's name was James Dean or something like that. Um, but we were able to hire both of them to perform. And so it was just weird seeing, uh, like out of the blue, William Montgomery just performing in Austin, Texas. I guess he moved over to LA and now he's moving from Denver to LA and now he's moving from LA to Austin. Um, so I wish him the best. Uh, he performed really well. Uh, now that I've done open mics, like I know how difficult it is to do stand-up comedy. So like he did really well. Um, but I think Joe Rogan was there as the guest. Uh, so it was Joe Rogan, Brian Redband, and Tony Hinchcliffe. And he performed for them. And then it got... So after that whole exchange, which was just surreal... Um, it was started going to the open mic micers that they pulled out of a hat or put out of a bucket and I couldn't even get through the first one. I had to turn it off. Um, just because it's so difficult to listen to open mic comedy. Maybe I should start because that's where the growth is, especially if I have my first impulse is to turn it off. I may try to listen to it again, but it's just so hard to listen to bad comedy. And knowing that I'm right up there with the bad comics, like I'm not good. It's like, it's really humbling. And also it just feels weird. I'm drinking some uh, half-calf right now. Um, trying to get rid of it so I can start drinking on my fancy cups coffee that, that Catherine sent me. So, what else? Um watched a movie last night. It was about Marie something. I can't remember her last name. She was like the first woman to win a Nobel Prize uh, for her work with uranium. Uh, we were watching it, and we got almost halfway through it before my computer died, so we weren't able to finish it. Um, but I have my computer charging now. So maybe we'll get to finish it some other time this week. The digital versus the physical. 
That's really the question that I'm feeling right now. One thing I like about stand-up comedy is all you need is a notebook and a microphone. And that's all you need to make it happen. And I feel like right now the weight of all the things that I own and all the artwork I've made is really weighing me down and weighing down my subconscious. Because I'm not a very materialistic person. Like I don't like to buy things. I don't like to have things. I like to be as like streamlined as possible. And right now, I feel like um, I have too much stuff, and I don't know what to do about it. Um, I got a bunch of boxes from Home Depot uh, earlier today, and I'm going to start packing up books, which I feel like is the bulk of my things, is like just a bunch of books. Uh, I got a mattress bag. Yeah, I just got a lot of stuff. So we'll see. I'm really concerned with like how I'm going to get my bed taken apart. Um, well, not really. I'm just going to use Allen wrenches and just get it taken apart. I'm, uh, oh, I got some semi-good news. I got my last bill from the hospital, and it looks like they did a bunch of discounts to it, so it's a decent chunk less than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm still in the hole pretty good, but less in the hole than I originally thought. So, I mean, they could still send me a surprise bill to where it will even it out to what I thought it was going to be. But as of right now, I'm paying less than what I thought I was going to be paying. Um, so that's good news. It's also probably way TMI. Uh, I'm not real sure what to share and what not to share on here still. But that's what's on my heart. That's kind of what is, uh, what's kind of... Oh, here's here's something else I'm thinking. So, a while back... Uh, I was talking with my buddy Nathan, and if you listen to this, Nathan, what's up, fourth wall break? Uh, um, so uh, we were talking about uh, just like our creative blocks, and he was saying that like he just had to break down. And now he started working from photographs, and originally he thought that was like a bad thing to do was to work from photographs, uh, but now his artwork's really taken off, and it's just like looking so good and I'm wondering if that's the next wall break for me is working from photographs my rendering skills are not the greatest but I do like oh I'm sorry as I'm like talking about this I'm like getting flashbacks of like all the artwork I've ever made and so it's kind of making it difficult to look forward and like I used to use like photo references for some things but a lot of things it's always just been out of my head um so like I'm not sure if photographs are the direction forward for me. It might be, but I think I think the real way forward for me is to figure out like what I'm doing with my artwork because I need it to go somewhere and I don't have anywhere for it to go. Point blank, that's my dilemma. I would like to sell my work. I think it is valuable enough to be sold and purchased, but I don't have the uh, the cl- not the clout, the the uh, the reach or the clientele to do that consistently, especially at the rate of artwork that I was making, um, or the rate of production my, I was making my artwork at. I just need to figure out what the step is. I feel like 
doing like talking out loud and like getting these thoughts out is a good thing because I'm able to like work through it in my brain and then also like out loud. And I really feel like that's the dilemma is the physical versus the digital. And what do I do with the things that I'm making? Who knows? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for, uh, picture messages, like text messages with pictures. Um, cause it hasn't always been a thing. Um, but I just love getting picture messages from my family and from friends. And cause it just kind of like brings back memories or lets me feel like I'm with them. And it just like makes the world feel smaller. Um, it makes me feel like I'm sharing experiences with them. And also like memories, like when, when uh, people send memory photos of like things that happened in the past, it feels really good too because you're able to relive it. And like I don't have Facebook, so like I don't get to like go through all those pictures or like see the uploads or anything like that, which I'm starting to wonder if I need to get a Facebook again. Um, but like who would I, I don't like, I don't really know anyone who still uses it like like I guess there are people around that still use it but like I don't and I haven't for so long that I don't even know how to even get back into it um, and develop that habit again of checking it like Instagram's bad enough so I guess I'll just stick with Instagram but yeah I'm grateful for picture messages yeah I'd say I'm grateful for Instagram too um, just being able to see friends and see like what they're what's going on in their lives and just kind of keep on getting updates it's uh feels good just to have that experience okay well i guess i'm gonna uh get off of here uh, i hope you have a great weekend i'm gonna be spending the rest of it basically packing stuff up so yeah i guess i'm gonna stay at the studio a little bit longer probably try to make something um use this like the use like I think Richard Devencorn said you use the destructive properties of uh like creation as well. So I'm just gonna try to like do things and see what happens. Yeah. Okay. Well love you. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you later. Bye bye. This podcast is sponsored by artcolorkit.com. Are your art supplies lonely? Visit artcolorkit.com.